Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. How you doing, buddy? Doing okay. I've been uh, I've been uh, folding bankers boxes all day. Oh wow! Yeah. You're doing some filing, or well, I'm doing some firing. I'm firing <laughs> a lot of people, and I'm, and I'm yeah. yeah. Well, I'm doing some firing. I'm some handing people the banker's box so they can clean out their desk, have their you know, sad little plant stick out of the top as they uh, leave the office in shame. In my probably, I think it's fair to say, world famous local television commercial from 2005. Yes, that's the one. I held a banker's in one of the versions, in one of the cuts. I held a banker's box in front of my dick. Because you were nude in the commercial. I was nude in the commercial. The, the premise of the commercial was that I got fired for not considering the yield curve. I, should, I mean, we shouldn't have to describe. We, this commercial <laughs> comes up, I'd say, once every third episode. So I don't think yeah. we need to describe the commercial. I just want to be inclusive. Sure. If people haven't heard me describe the local television commercial I was in 15 years ago, it's like... Imagine this, Jordan. Imagine if listeners uh, didn't know about your character, Surfer Dude, uh, who asks who local asked weatherman. NBC4's Fritz Coleman. <laughs> yeah, how the swells were. We've both had a lot of success in the world of local commercials. There was one where I wore novelty underpants called Ginch Gonch. Then there was one where I held a banker's box in front of my dick. And there, then there was one where I assumed they would give me some kind of sleeve. But they gave me nothing. This is you were actually. This is you were actually nude. The gag of the commercial is that like all your clothes got stolen by uh, the Hamburglar. No, the was this a local commercial for McDonald's? Jordan, I thought everyone knew the premise of the commercial. <laughs> I thought you were so confident. No, everyone right. knew the premise of the commercial, Jordan. The premise right. is I forgot to consider the yield curve. When they asked me to consider the yield curve, I flipped out because I Mm -hmm. wanted to go to expressions. I'm an artist. I tore my clothes off. And then when I got fired, I walked out with a banker's box in front of my dick. What are your banker's boxes for, Jordan? Uh, I am uh, I am moving at the end of the month. So I am uh, I'm I'm folding them and I'm putting all my little treasures into them. Ooh la la. Where are you moving to? Uh, Well, uh, to a place where I think our guest lives. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> let's let's find out. If he's not, this is really going to fuck the show. <laughs> but if he does, I think this will be really delightful. Coming to us from Cincinnati, Ohio. Ah, fuck. Humorist <laughs> and podcaster, Kevin Porter. How are you, friend? Hey, hey. how's it going, gang? <laughs> oh, the boys are back in town. Bubble boy. Podcast Max Fun Boy, producer boy. Oh my lord! We should, I just, yeah, I think it's Brian's worth mentioning. Brian's name that. is on his window in the Zoom. I know, okay. I know. I could call him. I know his name is Brian. That wasn't okay. me covering for not knowing a he name. Knows. Just okay. giving everybody cute nicknames. Also, uh, uh, Kevin's background is now uh, Lady Gaga from. Um, a star is born. <laughs> well, not Lady Gaga. I'm sorry. Her name is Allie. Oh, I'm sorry, Allie. <laughs> Jordan. Oh, I remember those billboards Jordan. that were all over Sunset Boulevard. And you remember when SNL host Alec Baldwin it threw to the musical guest and said, ladies and gentlemen, Allie. Yeah. That was in the Thank film you. as well. Beautiful. Yeah. 
That was a really, really good Alec Baldwin. You should pitch a reboot of The Hunt for Red October. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Finally, we're going to get Jack Ryan finally back on the screen after <sighs> almost 30 years without him. Sure. Right? Thank goodness. Do you guys think, is that Jack Ryan TV show? You guys think that's still on? Who knows, right? It is still on. Yes. I, I think know. it has. Really? Cro- I think it has crossed over with Bosch at this point. <laughs> it's kind of a, uh, <laughs> it's an Avengers for childless uncles. Yeah. Uh, they did, I will say, I know this, Scoop, for, for the new season, they did have to get a tongue stunt double for John Krasinski before all the boots he was licking by doing oh, a CIA problem. sure. Nice. Thank you. Thank a you. Tongue, a tongue double. <laughs> if you don't lick the boots, you don't get the free tanks, Kevin. I know, and that was the tagline. It's fun Uh, to have Kevin Porter here. Kevin, where are you coming to? uh, Where are you coming to us? (laughs) From where are you coming to us? From where am I coming? Whence comest thou? Let's see. Let's see if it's uh, Bubble Boy's new location of residence. It is Pasadena, California. Oh, the city of roses. Is that where you're moving to, sir? Kevin? Yes. In April of this year, I will be moving to Pasadena, California. Hey, a Pasadena wow. pal. I, I'm thrilled. Congratulations. Yeah. It sounds like we got a couple little old ladies here. <laughs> yeah. There's nobody meaner than me and Kevin Porter. <laughs> Isn't Slappy the Squirrel from Animaniacs also from Pasadena, or did I make that up? Somewhere around Pasadena, yeah. Maybe Monrovia. Yeah. But where are the good feathers from? <laughs> And also Sheldon. Famously, Sheldon lives in Pasadena from Big Bang Theory. Wait, Sheldon from Young Sheldon? I well, Does Young Sheldon live in Pasadena or Old Sheldon? Young Sheldon, not in Pasadena. Young Sheldon in the South. But Old Sheldon, which is what I call Big Bang Theory. Right, uh, right. It's like people who prefer Better Call Saul. It's like, oh, the, the Better Call Saul sequel, Breaking Bad. But the, the backlight <laughs> in their apartment is... Pasadena City Hall. Wow. And I've not seen a single episode of Big Bang Theory, but I do know this because on Colorado Boulevard, which is kind of the main drag of Pasadena, Old Town Pasadena, there is Big Bang Theory Lane, and it is named after the show. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know what I call that show, Kevin? What's that? Old Blossom. (laughs) Old Blossom. Yeah. It stars Mayim Bialik. See, to get to my new place, you turn onto Big Bang Theory Road, and then you make a hard ride onto Bazinga Court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Uh, were there any other catchphrases from that show? From Big Boy, Bang I don't know. We are reaching the Gosh. ceiling to my Big Bang Theory knowledge. Oh, yeah, John Ross Bowie sure. was on it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, we like him, right? Has he been on JJGO Many times. Before? Oh, many times. Oh, love many it. times. Great yeah. guy. Yeah. I, look, Kevin, who else are we going to invite on here to talk about... Bertolt Brecht's mother courage and her children. <laughs> yes, he's such a little John theater and musical with. theater nerd, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm the great John Ross Bowie. I wonder, you know what? Here, here's what I'm truly curious about is his take on Lin-Manuel Miranda's ascension to the sort of Disney composer throne mm. because it's oh, such yeah. an interesting lineage. Uh, all the, you know, hard cheese, Lin-Manuel stuff online, whatever. But I find it interesting the kind of position he's in that he's inherited from, you know, Alan Menken and Howard Ashman before him. Right. Right. And also Stephen Schwartz, a la Pocahontas, and Hunchback of Notre Dame. And now it's kind of, he's kind of the heir apparent, right? Like between Moana and and some of the others. Mm, Kevin, Uh-oh. I hate to tell you, 
I'm a Bobby and Kristen Anderson fan. I'm a Bobby Lopez, oh, Kristen Lopez Anderson is, Lopez. Yes, yes, of course. That's my that's my that's my people. That's my favorite Disney composers. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Lynn. Gosh. Thanks for inviting me to that bowling night, but you're out. I have no I'm Kristen and Bobby all the way. I have no pulse to contribute to this bit. <laughs> well, did you watch WandaVision? Did you watch WandaVision? I did watch Mr. WandaVision. Morris? Okay, well then you heard the Lopez's every single week. They were the singers and composers of each of the different theme songs. That's fun. Uh, okay. Kristen Anderson Lopez will post first of all, she is my ideal musical theater dork. Uh, she, uh, she's been on, I, I know them a little bit because they are Judge John Hodgman listeners oh, and nice. they've been on Bullseye. So they've come on Judge John Hodgman a couple of times, mm-hmm. uh, and they're both just total delights. But Kristen in particular is like, if you think of the biggest musical theater dork in your high school, um, like if, if you imagine, uh, Jordan or I could sing. You know what I mean? That's basically what we're talking about here. Uh, Speak and then think for of like... yourself. <laughs> Speak for and then yourself. Of the 11 out of 10 outcome of that. Like that person having brilliant talent, their ebullience being immensely charming, mm-hmm. Uh, them being friendly and marrying someone with similar amounts of talent, them then getting an EGOT, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then them and their children record videos of all of them around the piano singing harmony, and it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize that they had already EGOTed. Good for them. Yeah, it's oh a pretty. Lord. It's got to be the. That's got to be earliest EGOT, right? I think Bob. I think Bobby has an EGOT. I think Kristen has th- th- uh, four out of five. I think Bobby won one of them solo. I can't remember which one. It like it's like an Emmy or something. Man, I, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine today about weird things I ascribe to virtue when it comes to people's marriages, which is like nonsense. If if someone's married for a long time and they're celebrity. <laughs> I'm like, I think they're probably really good people. I think they're sure. nice. And it's like, you don't know anything about their life. I mean, it's easy. Think of uh, William H. Macy and Felicity Huffman. Yeah, our, our, our go-to model right. marriage, yes. Felicity and Will. One, Bill one went to jail, one didn't. Come on. <laughs> hey, the Steppenwolf Theater Company lives or whatever. That, they, it was like a little theater troupe that they were yeah, in that David like Mann that. was yeah, running. So it's troupe. them. And then, you know, I was looking up, I was looking up some Kevins because I watched The Big Chill with Kevin Klein. And he's been married to Phoebe Cates the whole time. Another Kevin, Mr. Bacon, married to Kira mm-hmm. the whole time. Kira Sedgwick. Wow. And they both seem to be, all four of them seem to be very happy. But what do I know? <laughs> Kevin, would you say you're a Kevin stan? <laughs> no matter the Kevin, name a Kevin and I will find sure. something positive to say about them. Kevin Garnett, star of uh, that Adam Sandler movie everybody liked. I didn't watch it because it seemed upsetting. It was. I mean, you know, yeah. that's, that's what it is. It's a little roller coaster ride for your anxiety. Yeah. But it was, yeah. it was fun. Kevin Garnett. Great Kevin. Yeah, I can't come up with any other Kevins, by the way. I would love to come up with more Kevins, but I have none else. You've said Kevin Klein. Mm -hmm. So I guess you're saying we don't need to talk about Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Which I understand. Folks, this is why he's a more successful podcaster than we (laughs) are. That is not true. No, 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 no. Come on now. Uh, Kevin, I want to hear about 
what I can look forward to in Pasadena and sure. why you mm-hmm. moved there. And mm-hmm. I, have th- I have three things. I want to hear about why you moved there, what I can look forward to, and do you know anything about Pasadena's micro neighborhoods? Yes. Mm. Okay. Yes, I do. Let's talk bungalow heaven, baby. Well, <laughs> that's bungalow heaven is soon going to be the astral plane on which I reside. Come on, man. <laughs> All right, brother. You're already speaking our language. Yeah, I died and went to bungalow heaven. No more closed-toed shoes for me. <laughs> oh my gosh! I will say you're gonna you're gonna love the parking out here. I guarantee it. Oof. It's it's quite a bit. Looking forward. Although unfortunately, I'll I'll say this: a little Pasadena factoid, which is, it's sort of a war on unhoused people because they have very stringent overnight parking laws, but no signs for them. Mm. So in oh, most wow. neighborhoods, you have to check on the website and like for the for the actual like neighborhood county lines because there is a cutoff but for most of the the neighborhoods you cannot park overnight but there's no sign saying you can't park overnight so when i was living in one of the houses i lived in before getting here did i get like five or six tickets because i forgot to park my car in the post office across the way i sure did parking in front of my own house <laughs> got a ticket at two in the morning but i moved out here in 2012 so i've been here almost almost 10 years, almost nine years, I should say, but coming up on the better part of a decade. And I did it just out of convenience. I knew a bunch of guys who wanted to move out here. One of them lived out here. And so we all got a house together. It was very small. It was the kind of house that you can live in when you're 21, 22, 23 years old. And so I did that for a couple of years, paid dirt cheap for the rent and then moved to a different house and then moved to the place I'm living in now, which is my first time living alone. Oh, Perfect timing. Yes, yes, I know. I, I know. <laughs> For extreme Tr- loneliness. Truly, well, it, it, it the knife cuts both ways because I don't have to worry about negotiating any roommate stuff right now. Right, and, and worrying That's about true. that. What was the second question, Jordan? Uh, what can what can I look forward to? What are some of the what are some of the Pasadena pros from you, a Pasadena pro? Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. my. My favorite for a little bit because the last house I lived in was closer to the Rose Bowl. So oftentimes my morning jog would be to go down to the Rose Bowl and do a loop around there. That was like three miles. Oh, yeah. And it's a great walk, too. Nice. Can I recommend something to you, Jordan? On this same theme, when you're down there at the Rose Bowl, which for people who don't live in Southern California is not just a legendary stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also a huge parks complex, including mm-hmm. an aquatic center, softball fields, tracks, the whole nine yards. Tennis courts. Huge. Been playing there every week for the last month. Golf course. Yeah, nice. I might. I. I might actually. I've been thinking of. I'm going to try it out. I might leave my beloved Verdugo Aquatic Center for the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center. We'll see. We'll see how it works hey, out. Oh yeah. Hey. hey I'm not saying you. Sh- I- I'm not saying you have to, but you could take a children's uh, swimming lesson there. <laughs> I know this because because my kids. Did. I could. I could hold on to the side and kick, 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 kick. This sounds like a scheme. <laughs> my recommendation. Jordan is that you check out the pirate park this is a playground with a pirate theme that children love the world over it doesn't matter their cultural background it doesn't matter their socioeconomic background they're gonna love this pirate park I think you're gonna love it too Jordan it's got like a play structure shaped like a pirate ship sounds pretty rad I will say saw a bobcat there once wow 
Man, this is great. I'm, why didn't yeah. I move to Pasadena sooner? There's a lot to look forward to. Well, you're, you're telling me. Another thing, another animal you can spawn the wild yeah. in Pasadena slash Altadena, John C. Riley. <gasps> Seen him oh, out there quite gracious. a bit. Wow. Yeah. Maria Bamford. Maria Bamford. Take, take a look at Maria Bamford in Altadena. I yeah. I I was. I, I don't want to dox her or myself, but she lives a few miles from me. I remember pre-COVID going over to her place for. She had a little home stand-up show. Fun. And it was yeah. so lovely. It was like a, a bunch of different comics, and and she's like a true legitimate neighborhood person i think she lived in eagle rock before altadena and she she did she i went her... to a birthday party once at the eagle rock eagles club <laughs> that's fun i i ran in i think i've mentioned this on jordan jesse go before but i ran into her and her husband scott at the pasadena whole foods and before everyone gets huffy i go only i go to whole foods about every other month every three months just mm-hmm. to get a few specialty yeah. goods that you can't get at the regular it's grocery a little treat. i'm not some whole foods yes. asshole how often do you have to go to whole foods before you're a whole foods asshole let's qual let's let's quantify this i think you have to do at least two-thirds of your shopping at whole foods before you're a whole foods asshole okay i say twice a week twice twice a week, a week? wow I mean, this is, we're still in quarantine, Kevin. We're still supposed to be doing our grocery shopping every other week. So if you're going to the Whole Foods twice a week, how many vitamins are you buying? I mean, I can't stay away. I think, I think I'm, I'm accidentally referencing a Candace Owens tweet. Oh, wow. Going to Whole Foods multiple (laughs) times a week from like literally over a year ago. Kevin, I know why you're, I know why you're going to Whole Foods twice a week, buddy. Okay, okay. You're addicted to vinyls. You love to buy (laughs) vinyls there. You'll buy any you'll buy any vinyl. Uh you'll buy uh Band of Horses. You'll buy Miles Davis's kind of blue. Uh Mm -hmm. you'll buy uh what's the (laughs) Nora Jones. I could remember that she was Ravi Shankar's daughter. (laughs) I could not remember the name of a woman who sold twenty five million albums. (laughs) Man, our Starbucks queen. We yeah. have no choice yes. but to stand our Starbucks <laughs> little jazz easy listening queen. Because right. there was good. there was there was come away with me. Yeah. And that was in all the Starbucks. But then after that, it was I believe his, his final album, the Ray Charles Duets album. And the first track on it was a duet called Here We Go Again between him and Nora. Yeah. And it sounds pretty good. So I mean, good. they call her the Starbucks, the Starbucks queen. They call me the coffee bean bitch. Okay. <laughs> oh, All right. You do not take any shit when you're at the coffee bean, okay? No, I don't. I said a splash of almond. A splash. <laughs> Especially if that fucking tea leaf starts to mess with you. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let, let me let me give this Uber specific Pasadena coffee recommendation. That's why people are here. Jameson Brown Coffee Roasters okay. off of Allen and Locust. So a little bit further wow. east of Old Town. Um, we are really getting specific here, Kevin. I, w- hey, listen. I'm, this I'm is just a, a coffee roaster pal. you like? Yes. It's a coffee shop I've, going, I've gone to for almost 10 years now. They have the best cold brew, I, in my opinion, in Los Angeles County. It's my favorite cold brew I've ever had. They have a... Lavender vanilla brevet latte that's very good if you like the sugary mm. stuff. A Mayan mocha that they make with a little chipotle powder. Wow. Just like the Mayans did. They make it with a little chipotle and they file your teeth into points. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking? Let's talk about the pastry case. Pastry case is pretty standard. You got almond croissants. You got some coffee cake. You got some 
Uh, I, I think there's okay. a few uh, specific like local Asian pastries that they have there as well. Mm. I recently was at a, a fancy uh, you know bakery joint mm-hmm. uh, in, near my house, and they had something called a breakfast nest. A breakfast nest. A breakfast nest. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like a little basket made out of hash browns, and inside it it has uh, it, it has some bacon in there. Uh, and something else, I have, fuck if I know, maybe some pastry. And then on top of it is a little egg just sitting on top of there. Breakfast nest. God, oh. I'd love to go into a breakfast nest right now. That sounds delicious. Sure. Raise your little breakfast, raise your little breakfast babies. <laughs> you ever wake up and you're feeling, you're feeling kind of under the weather, you're feeling blue. You don't want to get out of bed. You just want to make yourself a little fucking breakfast nest with some hash browns. Some bacon, a little egg, shiny sure. egg on top. Spoon up next to your sausage. And by the time you're ready to get out of bed, you'll eat your way out of it, and you'll feel better. <laughs> There's no fault in this plan. Uh, Kevin, I want to I want to get your read on like the general vibe of Pasadena because I was not I was not like looking to move there. I was mm-hmm. kind of like neighborhood agnostic. Um, I was looking all over the place. I kind of had my eye on Burbank a little bit, but there was nothing mm. in Burbank. There was nothing in Burbank. Nothing for a cool um, guy like you. Are then, you living alone, Jordan? Or is it living alone? Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, needed something cat friendly. Um, cat friendly with 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 AC. These were my these were my requirements. Central air. Uh, you know, I would I, honestly. I don't have any kind okay, of air, okay. so I'm like, I'll take a wall unit. Um, although maybe I will kick myself for not. Going for central air, but um, oh boy, it really it really rocketed up the the monthly rent. So yeah, San Gabriel Valley, baby, it, it gets it's spicy gonna get toasty out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's like San Fernando. Jordan, you're not willing to settle for a swamp cooler, are you? What's a, a swamp cooler? It sounds like a regional soda you can only get in Mississippi. <laughs> Y'all try the swamp cooler. It's a cocktail. It's a cocktail invented by Paul Prudhomme. <laughs> ah, yes. It's a shrimp-based cocktail. Mm. So the general vibe of Pasadena. Yes. The- so I. So my. You know, read of it so far. As someone who is who is you know who goes there occasionally, um, is that like it is it is a place where you you go to see like a, a matinee of a of a theater show with your mom, and then you go to lunch somewhere called the Lazy Daisy Cafe. <laughs> yeah. And this is pa- Jordan. Pasadena is a city with two different children's museums. Hey, okay. And yeah. I'm like, and I'm as I'm driving around Pasadena, I'm like, this is great. I love it here. These places are so nice. I bet the main two kinds of people who live here are local news anchors and hoarders. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who lives in Bungalow Heaven, where you're moving to, which is a neighbor- neighborhood in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas Falacci, my Twitter friend, who's the co-creator of the television show Numbers. Hey, wow. well, yeah, maybe me and the Falach can get together at what's the coffee place, Kevin? Jameson Brown or Copa Vida in Old Town. That's another great Pasadena coffee roaster. Am I going to be in Bungalow Heaven or Java Heaven? <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jordan. I I know a really cool place in in Old Town, Pasadena. Hmm. Um. Well, it's part restaurant, part factory. Uh, their specialty is cheesecake. Okay. 
I oh, love boy. this place. Oh, no, I no, love no, this no, place. No. Uh, the yeah, this the servings are are, are generous oh, to Jesse, say the least. I, I have to cut you off with some true anecdotes. One of which is someone threw someone threw a bomb into that cheesecake factory. I'm not no. kidding. Oh no! This was a couple years ago. Someone threw a bomb into there. Was someone when, from the Buco be- to Buco to Beppo down the street? <laughs> yeah, the, the factory, the chain factory wars in Pasadena Old Town have gotten right. brutal, just yeah. absolutely savage. So there was that. So the bomb, someone threw a bomb in there. Everyone was fine. No one was like seriously injured. But then, cut to I believe two or three weeks later, someone drove a car through one of the front windows of the same my, cheesecake factory. My gracious! So I cannot, in good conscience, recommend the Pasadena Cheesecake Factory. It's cursed, knowing that your life is on the line. Sir. It is a cursed cheesecake. One of the, one of the workers uh, back in the 1930s got his arm caught in one of the cheesecake machines. Bruce Gosh. Springsteen you know, saw it. He's like, I've heard of bad factories, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> Wow, it sounds like this remake of The Hunt for Red October uh, is going to feature Bruce Springsteen as the Russian general. That's right. No, he plays the Connery role, yeah. Right. Um, I would say, in my experience, the vibe in Pasadena is more family-oriented than most of my favorite neighborhoods, or or I should say the the neighborhoods of most of my friends. Yeah. You should get a son, Jordan. Gotta get a son. That's kind of where I'm pushing you towards. So it's it's a lot. I'm trying, of, Kevin. I'm trying to get a son. <laughs> Jordan, I think Kevin would be. I think Kevin might be willing to be your son. I'm looking to integrate into someone's family at sure. some point in 2021 when things start opening <laughs> up again. So I'd love to talk with you after. Yeah, let's after talk about a let's talk about a son arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> so so families, a lot of Bible students in my okay. experience as well, because like Fuller. Really? Fuller uh, Seminary is is smack dab in the middle of Old Town Pasadena as well. Kevin, I have a question. Yes. As a podcaster about Christian culture, is it possible that no matter where you were, you would be meeting a lot of Bible students? Is it possible I'm biased? Yes, absolutely. Wow, there's a lot of Bible people around here. I could be <laughs> in any city in the country. <laughs> so, um, so a lot of that. And then the one of my favorite features is also... The pretty insane, like, I, I think it could go against most food in Los Angeles County. The San Gabriel Valley Asian food yeah. is just, yeah, I think, second to none. And so there's a there's a large amount of Asian immigrants in, in Pasadena as well. And then the other sector, I would say, there's weird old money stuff here, too. And there's, like, weird dark histories as far as cults, as Ooh. far as Scientology goes. Uh, even stuff having to do with JPL and, and a lot of history, I'm actually not that well brushed up on. That I do you think really there were? To. Do you think that Cheesecake Factory is cursed because there were satanic rituals there? You know how there's a Hellmouth in Sunnyvale and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now sure. imagine if yeah. it was under a Cheesecake Factory, and I <laughs> yeah. think we're starting to put the pieces together. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I got to tell you, Jordan, why don't you hit up Lunasia? For some table serves for some nice evening dim sum. Ooh. I will. If you're like me, you want to eat dim sum. Okay, this sounds like ad copy now. <laughs> but, <laughs> but frankly... Just go to dimsum.com slash JJGo and put in offer code JJGo and they will wheel that little cart to your house. <laughs> now, I will say it is not a little cart dim sum place. You have no, to check little I, boxes on a menu honestly, and Jesse, hand it to someone. I might be out. <laughs> wow. I love the cart. Wow. I love the yeah. little cart. 
Also, hiking, hiking's great out here. I live hike. right next to Eaton Canyon, which you do need an appointment to do right now. But, you know, hopefully sometime in the next year or so, that won't be the case. Yeah, jump out there, book that online. Yeah, book it online. Maybe I will. Go to hiking.com slash JJGo. Use the code JJGo. You'll get 25% off your hike in Eaton Canyon. Oh, one more, one more thing. The Please, Huntington, no. the Huntington Library in Gardens. Okay. That, that can't be, have you been there before? It's too expensive, Kevin. Well, you become a member and then... What, what do you think? I made out of money? I'm already a member of Desconso <laughs> and the Arboretum. <laughs> well, Andrew, going to Whole Foods sake. twice a month. For yeah. fuck's sake, Kevin, I'm already a member of the fucking Desconso Gardens. You think I'm going to join another fucking garden? <laughs> Just one... I know, it's like streaming services now, isn't it? This is the Paramount sure, Plus now of I Gardens do a boy. Now I need, yeah. <laughs> Jordan, let's go to the Gamble House together. That, I'm on... Let's go on the joinery tour at the Gamble House. There are so many, like, beautiful historic homes in Pasadena, and mm-hmm. I like... Island. Some of them you can live in. I, like, feel like I looked at a couple of them, and I was really excited because they, you know, like... Something I kind of considered during this move mm-hmm. is like, you know, this is mainly an air conditioning based move. This is a move, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. a move for air. And I'm like, well, shit, how much do I have to spend? <sighs> do I do a mega complex? Do I do Whoa. one of those giant heartless mega complexes called like the Icon or something like that? Just yeah. because I know this place is going to have fucking blasting air and a new fridge. Yeah, that air conditioning would be fucking frigid. Your yeah. balls would be the size of Ugh. peas. I but love. I, I love to sleep cold. I love sleeping cold too. I'm I'm Team yeah. Jordan on this one as well. Sleeping I, cold and riding dirty. That's Jordan Morris. Sure, <laughs> I sleep cold. I ride. I ride S-C-R-D. dirty. And when I'm at the coffee bean, I'm a total bitch. <laughs> what a bitch. What a little bitch. I think we just invented. We're going to become millionaires selling Facebook T-shirts now. Yeah, just in different fonts. <laughs> uh, Oh, so many fa- uh, famous homes out here. The Back to the Future home, the Father of the Bride home. I believe hey. the home from the first Halloween is in That's South fun. Pasadena or the first Friday the 13th. I forget. But you know who would know that? Matt Gorley, who who hosts that in Myers We Trust with Gorley, who in Rust, Matt Gorley, Pasadena pal, lives yeah. in Pasadena P-P. as well. So and here's something I'm... Because, because you know, if you don't know L.A. geography, Pasadena, mm-hmm. it's a little out there. It's a little far east. And I am I am a little bit nervous that, like, when hanging out starts to happen again. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, in a post-vaccine world, people are going to be hanging hard. Um, I will not be home more than two nights uh, out of the week is my yeah. I mean, this is, the, this is the answer to your question, if I'm anticipating it correctly, yeah. Jordan. Let's find out. Uh, I live near Pasadena. I live in the northeasternmost mm-hmm. part of Los Angeles. My One of my children goes to school in Altadena, which is right next door to Pasadena. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a northeastern L.A. dude, okay? Find me at the Pie and Burger, okay? Sure. Uh, Love how, many, how many years, yeah. Jordan, ha- have you lived in your beautiful current apartment uh, in central Los Angeles, right, right, short of square, smack dab in the middle, in Grove Country, near the famous podcast mall, the Grove. Um, I think I've, I think I've lived here like nine years. I've lived here a long. Wow. This is the longest I've lived in a place. Um, wow. yeah, and it's 
the it's been the it's been the sweatiest nine years of my life. How many times have I visited you in that apartment? The answer, by the way, is one time. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say zero. <laughs> no, I've been there. I, that's how I know what a nice apartment it is. Oh, okay, it's a yeah. lovely. It's apartment great. I'm 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 bummed to leave it. Um, uh, yeah. But I think that's the answer. I think that once you have moved to Pasadena. Other than work obligations, you will travel to uh, parts of Los Angeles beyond uh, the northeastern neighborhood of Silver Lake, Silver, the Silver Lake Los Feliz area, uh, about once every nine years. Oh, boy. You know, I, I actually I disagree with this take. I really? think this might be a Let's mental Let's hear an thing. alternate take. So I think because the first place I lived out here when I moved to Los Angeles proper was in 2010. I lived in Santa Monica for about four months with some family before I got a place of my own, but all my friends were in the Valley at the time. So most days were me driving to Burbank Valley village, Sherman Oaks, uh, Van Nuys to see just friends all the time. And so I lived in Sherman Oaks before. You were friends with a bunch of total Valley girls. Total Valley girls, we love to go shopping, a lot of mm-hmm. pink, sure. other valley references. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you and you go to and you go to a punk club and you pick up a young Nicolas Cage. Oh yep. hey. <laughs> Teeth were um, a little crooked, but he was still a babe. So I think by the time I got to Pasadena, I had already made the mental <clears throat> commitment of if I want to see my friends, and I do, even though I had a lot of friends in Pasadena, I will have to go to them. And I think maybe coming from Texas where car culture is just ingrained and embedded, I I didn't grow up anywhere where it's like, it's walkable, or you just take a bus and you get here, take the metro. Like car culture was always just, I guess, in my DNA from growing up. So I mean, yes. When we toured uh, Judge John Hodgman recently, I mean, recently. How recently? Just two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we've been we've been touring non fucking stop. You you only play Dave Chappelle's backyard, right? Exactly. (laughs) But uh, uh, when we toured Texas, I remember having a conversation where you know we had we we were like booking a show in Austin, Texas, which is you know there's a lot of venues there, which is why you book a show in Austin, Texas. There's a lot of places to perform. Uh, and it's harder in, say, Houston, for example. And I said to myself, and I said to our booking agent, I said, like, hey, uh, Josh, like, I know we have fans in Houston. It's one of the biggest cities in the United States. And you got to know Ken Roberts is going to come out to the show. I mean, I think we all know Ken Roberts, and we know he lives in Houston. He's going to come to the show. <laughs> sure, everyone knows that. Yeah, it yeah. goes without saying. Or Especially and Kevin. <laughs> why don't we... Love him. Why don't we book why don't we book a show in Houston? Why aren't we playing Dallas, Texas? That's mm. another one of the largest cities in the country. It's right there in Texas. Heck, let's play San Antonio, Texas, I said. This is what our booking agent said. You only pl- have to play one place in Texas because people will drive like 6 hours to go to a show yeah. if they live in Texas. That's literally been my experience, yeah. Yeah. Uh so I I liked what you were saying. I liked you were giving me hope. Uh, for a future of of hangs. Yes, and I will say it goes both ways too because something I was nervous about living out here as well was that people would not come to see me if they didn't live in the neighborhood, if they didn't live in Altadena or South Pass or Pasadena. And then in 2019... Or Monrovia. 
or or Monrovia or Arcadia. We could sure. go on. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> why but, don't we? <laughs> or freaking uh, Azusa, <laughs> um, the Antelope Valley. But then in summer 2019, I started having um, like weekly parties over in my place. I would do it every Sunday night. It would usually hey. be a watch party for a TV show. Or sure. or in 2019, we had horny summer movie night parties where we'd watch a very horny movie. And I was always so pleasantly surprised. Pause. Yes. I would like to hear some of the horny movies, please. We watched yes. Fear Patrol. with uh, Reese Witherspoon. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. And, and Mark Wahlberg, yes. Uh, Cruel Intentions. Very horny. Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, and uh, we watched Point Break. Sure. The Keanu Swayze, and we watch also Magic horny. Mike XXL as well. Very horny. Uh, okay. I watch I watch Point Point Break recently. I mean, I've seen Point Break a few times, but mm-hmm. I watched it again uh, recently, and I think I had remembered all of the parts where they put on president masks and and rob. I had remembered how I, I remembered the charismatic villains and their chill surfer vibes. I had remembered that Keanu Reeves had a had a cool quarterback style, and I, I had remembered that Gary Busey just ran around yelling things. Uh, all of those were accurate. Those were the main things I remembered. Uh-huh. Uh, what I forgot is that, like, uh, in action movies of the time, just periodically there's just 12 out of 10 brutality. Like, they will just drop extraordinary moments of intense violence in yes. among like parts where just dudes are like the main thing that happens in Point Break is they like hang around a beach bonfire. Like that is the main activity or jump out of an airplane and do like uh, paragliding or whatever. And then just every so often a like someone throws a dog at someone or like someone's face gets stomped or something. It is that's, crazy. That's Catherine I, I Bigelow. Watched, She's very brutal as a filmmaker. Sure. I watched like uh, Forty Eight Hours or something like that. One of the another one of those movies, and there was just this like fifteen minute long torture scene in it. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" Nineteen eighty eight was intense. Well, interesting, Kevin. You when you rattled off those horny movies, uh-huh. uh, only one of those was not from the nineties. Was the nineties the horniest time in cinema? Mm. Interesting okay. question. That's a good point. The mere existence of wild things in right. that decade, essentially the bleed over from that one film extends to the entire length of the decade and makes it the yeah. horniest decade. I, 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 I think you could make I think you could make an argument for either the eighties or the nineties, not the aughts, but eighties or nineties, because no. with eighties you have Kind of the birth, maybe, of the erotic thriller to some degree with Fatal Attraction and Body Heat. Right. The and then Lawrence. I think you have the apotheosis of the, like, post, uh, you know, like the, it, it, the, the sort of Porky's movies start in 1978 or whatever. <laughs> sure. But they really yeah. hit their peak on HBO in 1985. Right, you have your yeah, you have your Animal House knockoffs. My favorite Animal House knockoff, Mammal Domicile. That was my favorite one, just personally. <laughs> yeah. I had some pretty wild stuff in there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's those mammals. Wordplay. Thanks for that wordplay, Kevin. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Oh, uh, always my people, pleasure. A lot of people think we 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 don't do wordplay on this show, but. 
we do a little bit of fun wordplay? Is that sure. is that the primary comments in the in the Reddit? Is that there's yeah not a lot of people are like show? a lot of people are like how come they don't do more wordplay on this show? <laughs> bring on Kevin Porter. He's gonna come up with some sure. You know oh, the uh, you guys remember the famous uh, tagline to Mammal Domicile. Things oh, get yeah. wild when you give live birth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, when, when you're given wild birth, live birth, things are getting wild. Let's anyway. nurse our young. <laughs> <laughs> Regulate oh, your temperature internally. Yeah, so, it gives their brains more time to grow. I guess my lesson is if you, if you eventize hanging out with you enough, people will show up that live in different parts of the city. I should have to have a horny film festival. Jordan... Let's yeah. spitball some ideas for, for events that you could host at your new sweet pad in Pasadena with all your bankers boxes. Can we, can we use mine as a jumping off point or something I'm truly going to do when yeah, things come Yeah, I, I would love that. Please, yeah. So the primary event before Horny Summer Movie Nights in 2019 was Big Little Pies. I did a Big <laughs> Little Lies watch party in which mm-hmm. people would bake, bring, or buy from Pie and Burger pies and we would eat them Mm. during the show Mm. and after the show and hang out Mm. so when things come back and what i was planning on doing last summer that i was sadly robbed of is doing the succession suck session in which people bring popsicles and we eat the popsicles (laughs) while watching succession season three why don't you just have a regular suck fest? Oh, well, you know, I mean, not everyone's consenting to that. You would make sure everybody was on board ahead of time. But, you know, I'm afraid it would cut the guest list in, I'm going to say conservatively, a third, yeah. <laughs> maybe a quarter. <laughs> yeah, probably down by a third. Maybe even more. I think Gorley's married. He's probably not coming. No. Falachi's no, 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 no. spoken for. Even though he's new on the invite list, Lynn and Parham—that's another Pasadena pal. She's out here all the time. Um, Bruce Dern, another Pasadena pal. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't wait to go to horny movie night with Bruce Dern. <laughs> wait, this is this isn't my story, but can I tell it? Yeah, it's, it's Gorley's yes. only sighting of Bruce Dern because I think he lives in his neighborhood. Is he saw Bruce Dern? Parked in his own car, in his own driveway, eating a sandwich. <laughs> That's a delightful visual. That's the dream. That's why you moved to Pasadena. That's really good. Of course, yes, absolutely. You moved to Hollywood to pursue your dreams, then you give up and move to Pasadena to see if you can see Dern eating a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, see if God. you run into Matthew Sounds Lillard great. at Jones Coffee. You know what I bet Bruce? Raymond? You know what I bet Bruce Dern was eating? I bet, he, I bet he was eating that, that Italian sandwich from that Italian deli known popularly as the sandwich. Oh, yes. I did have that sandwich last last um, summer, and it was uh, quite delicious. It's a great yes. sandwich. They just got a pile of them. You just grab one and uh, you know grab as many uh, cannolis as you need from the freezer, and you're in business. I loved it. I have been perusing the like best of Pasadena food mm-hmm. lists, and the thing I am most excited about, Kevin, I'll yeah. ask you if yeah. you had it. Have you had the Lucky Boy breakfast burrito? Oh, sir, I freaking grew up on that, basically, from years 2012 to 2015, 2016. Tell me about this Lucky Boy. It's a monster. I brought one of those once to a homeschooling information session. And they asked you to leave because they thought it was inappropriate that (laughs) the burrito was that big. They were fucking, they were gobsmacked at my gall. They're trying. They're here trying to talk about going to the Huntington, 
with their children in groups, having a Huntington visiting group uh, to go check out the libraries of maps at the Huntington Gardens and Collection. And here I walk in with this honker of a breakfast burrito. I mean, I'm talking about sausage. I, I went ahead and got sausage and bacon, Jordan. Whoa, two meats. You are a lucky boy. I don't give a fuck. Put some hot sauce on there. My my favorite Lucky Boy breakfast burrito is the chorizo. You can eat half of it and be awful. Yum, yum, yum. They have good milkshakes too. But oh, go yeah. to the Lucky Boy on Walnut. Don't go to the original one on Arroyo. They're very mean on Arroyo <laughs> and they'll get mad at you, but they're nice on yeah. Walnut. Gotta go to Walnut, uh, Jordan. I have gotten... I have gotten really, uh, uh, just a recent thing for me is I've gotten really into breakfast burritos. Like, I've always mm. liked them, but now I like um, all about mm. them. Uh, it's strange. It's only happened in the past couple months. I only think about breakfast burritos now. <laughs> huh. You got to park um, your brain somewhere. I only think about uh, who's going to make the cut on the San Francisco Giants this year. You're thinking about breakfast burritos. You just got to have something to, when the when the creeps come in, at the pit, in the pit right. of your stomach, you got to have a place to park your brain. Kevin Porter's parking it on that banjo lately on his wall. <laughs> <laughs> I um so around the something that I like by my apartment is that there is my apartment now is that there is a just a great like go to taco place called Frank's Frank's mm. Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a solid like lunchtime taco choice that I have all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. Love Frank's. Sorry to leave the, you know, Frank's restaurant. Um, but I've been so into breakfast burritos, and I was looking around for burritos the other day, <laughs> and I'm like, is Frank's open in the morning? Does Frank's have a breakfast burrito? I called over. Sure enough, they are open. They have a breakfast burrito. Uh, and this place is a half block away from my house. I went over and got the burrito. It's one of the best fucking breakfast burritos wow. I've ever had, and I'm only discovering it now. I could have been eating this thing for eight years. Wow. Oh, man. This is like when you run into someone you went to high school with, and they, you both admit you had crushes on each yes. other. It's like, well, I'm leaving. Like, well, our lives have, <laughs> I'm have going to diverged. <laughs> Jordan, I think we just found a friend that's worth visiting. Get that bee burrito. Yeah, and just <laughs> uh, find a driveway and <laughs> honk down like Bruce Dern. Can I just say... <laughs> A driveway? Find Bruce Stern's driveway. That's yeah. the place to do it. That's where Laura does it. <laughs> uh, I do want to, I do would, would like to return to Kevin's idea of the themed yeah. party to get people Okay, yeah, yeah, over. yeah. Well, did well, you well, have one in mind? Do you have, do, do you have a follow-up to Big Little Pies? I mean, the succession, succession is one of Oh, right. But yeah, I guess that it's going to be a while before it even comes back. It'll be like Q4, but then by that time, hopefully everyone I know will be vaccinated. I'm vaccinated now. I just got my first dose. That's great. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I qualified for the food service tier because of my bakery. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right, Kevin. Bacon. Kevin yeah. Bacon. B-A-K-I-N. Thank you. Um, so do you like game night? Do you like uh, either like board or party or video games? You could do something like that. Maybe have a tournament, have cash prizes. Herzog's Vi night. Oh, yes. I could get some classic Genesis games <laughs> bring, and no one would come over. Bring your friends over to talk to the Seaman. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I'm a little bit out of the loop in conversations about pop culture now, because I feel like I am watching a lot more, like, not narrative TV, like, mm-hmm. 
game shows in 60 minutes, basically. Yeah. Don't worry, Jordan. Have a party and watch Frontline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? If Frontline watched... Fridays at Jordan's house. Everyone every... just is rushing. <laughs> to pass oh, they're doing something about credit reports. <laughs> mm. uh, so maybe I was thinking, like, maybe we watch, like, an investment-themed reality show. Okay. Mm. I'm listening. And Jesse, I, I liked your idea of making it a little sexy. So, you know, again, consent. We want to have waivers. We want to, like, make sure everybody's on board. But maybe we could have a BDSM-themed viewing of one of these and call it Shark's Bank. Yeah, I think that's Shark's, fine. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know if you've heard, but there's kind of an opening in L.A. right now for a sort of goth sex club if you want to <laughs> fill that vacuum. Yeah, uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll take up that. <laughs> Head on out to that Bungalow Heaven. <laughs> there will never be an L.A. Times piece about Jordan sex parties, I promise you. That's true. It'll be in the Pasadena Star Ledger. <laughs> I think Jordan's going to have... The most gothic craftsman bungalow in all of bungalow heaven. Hell yeah. Just fucking Tom Waits all black lights. thing. <laughs> Man, that was... I long for the sweet relief of death. That used to be one of my favorite things. A friend of mine and I, we would, we would always send voice memos to each other as Tom Waits doing Disney songs. <laughs> I can show you the world, <laughs> a whole new world, a brand new place I never knew. No. Who's the Who's the composer of Whole New World, Kevin? I believe that is Mencken and Rice. Okay. Yeah, I think you're correct, Kevin. Yes. I think that's going to be Rice. a Mencken and Rice joint. Mm-hmm. What about uh, What about the Aristocats? Who's the composer uh, on that one? I don't know, a racist guy? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah a lot I of warnings. Know. A lot of warnings before you pull up the old Aristocats on Disney Plus these days. <laughs> it is hey, a solid I, 45 minutes of warnings. So I'm sincerely pro-warning rather than take it off. Warnings like, are great. The warnings are great. Contextualize it. We can handle it. I don't know okay. if I don't know if you've seen actually seen Aristocats on Disney Plus recently, Jordan. Mm-hmm. I actually, I watched it. I don't think I watched it on Disney Plus, but I did watch it to uh, to do a podcast with the Doughboys not too long ago. They did a cat themed month of movies, and I watched the Aristocats. So I have seen the Aristocats in the past three or four years, and yes, it is a uh, it is it is a weird movie with uh, some shocking moments of horrible racism, uh, and then a little Disney magic sprinkled in. My understanding is that on Disney Plus now, because they're so. They're so thoughtful about that kind of thing. Uh, they run the whole movie, and then at the end of it, Pendulette goes, The Aristocats. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Right. What a poll. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> Thank you. And they are so thoughtful to let Pendulette do that. Very <laughs> thoughtful of them. Which, which do you think is more surprising out of these three dramatic political turns? Yeah. Okay. Pendulette into libertarianism. Right. Dennis Miller, post 9-11, into conservatism. Right. Or David Mamet's slow slide into MAGAism. Wow. Oh, no. Mamet. I didn't know about Mamet. What's... I mean, I... I mean, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> now that I think about it, yeah, yeah that tracks. Like, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, his... I'm, 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 I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I have been a fan of Mammoth things in the past. Sure, so. you can still be a fan of his sure. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think I think many years ago, Mammoth really started getting into like uh, really wild 
interpretations of Zionism. Uh, and I think that kind of led him down mm. that path sure. to the point mm-hmm. where he's just like hanging out with those evangelicals who like buy cows for Israel because they think that will make Jesus return. Hmm. Which I actually agree with that part. Yeah, sure. Well, I don't. I don't mean to. You I know, mean, yeah. Even a, people hey, shouldn't even have to a, buy their own even cows. A, <laughs> yeah. Even a stopped watch is right twice a day, right? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm human. Uh, yeah, okay. I mean, I think I do. I I think the Miller, the Dennis Miller one is is like surprising. You know, you would think mm-hmm. he would be a like you know hippie, pot smoking, free love type. You know, but uh, yeah, I think his conservative turn always shocks me when I think about it. Kevin, I'm going to throw you a curveball on my answer yeah, here. Please. I'm going to say uh, Rush Limbaugh on Monday Night Football. Uh, I'm going to say Rush Limbaugh, NFL commentator. That was his life stream. Uh, he was an NFL commentator for a while until he said something too racist. Okay. Is that true? Yeah, I didn't think black people would make good quarterbacks got fired from his dream job as an NFL commentator. And then he found out there's good money in continuing to say stuff. Like that. <laughs> well, I think he, I think he was sitting. I think he was sitting on one of those Scrooge McDuck piles already. I don't mm. think he was sweating. Oh it. man! I mean, this year was already so hard already, and I to know. lose him on top of it all. Was I know. Twenty twenty. I... Why? <laughs> why? Okay, man. I know. I think about that all the time, and the anthropomorph, anthrom promorphizing yes what's the, the word game? Anam- anamorphizing anamorphizing, anamorphizing <laughs> yeah, of years turning people the one I, the one i'll always remember is prince and bowie dying in 2016 and this right. is pre-election yeah prince and bowie dying yeah and everyone being like ugh 2016 get out of here can't wait for yeah. 2017 <laughs> and it was two cool guys yeah. died now look these two guys are very cool don't <laughs> get me were. wrong i mean one of these, you know, one of these guys was married to Iman. That's how cool he was. If you're married to Iman and you're fucking dudes on the side, you're one of the coolest dudes of all time. There's no question about it. But it was just those two dudes, you know? I know. We couldn't handle it. You, that and basketball think... and heels is a solid combo, but... <laughs> I wish God would have eased us into 2020 if there was like exponential celebrity. Like if 2017, it was like four cool guys, guys died. Yeah. And then 16 cool guys died in 2018. And then right. 20, 2019, whatever. So it is, is. it is an exponential sequence there. Yeah. Yes. Or just, just somebody that somebody you kind of like think is cool, but don't really have any feelings about like, oh, Dave Navarro died. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, okay. I guess so. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I mean, I feel bad for his family. Uh, yeah. Thoughts and yeah. prayers, okay. obviously. Yeah. R.I.P. the the Beehive lady from the B-52s. She always seemed great to me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's really cool. Friends with RuPaul in Athens, Georgia in 1980. Um, but I, I will say my, my version of this this year was when Hal Holbrook died. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Hal Holbrook died? Yeah. 2020, get out of here. <laughs> Taking too much already. I mean, this guy has been 75 years old since 1972. Here he goes. Deep throat himself, Hal Holbrook. Really and truly. Mark Twain himself, yes. Yeah. Do What do you think is the first thing Hal Holbrook said uh, to Mark Twain in heaven? Here's my guess. Hi, me. <laughs> oh, I was going to say game recognized game. I guess oh, that's what yeah. Mark says to thank Sure, <laughs> sure. Holbrook. Yeah. Hey, uh, is it just me or was 2020 a little bit of a 
dumpster fire, huh? <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Just a little bit I, of a dumpster fire. Can I just say, <sighs> can I, Jordan? Can I say what I thought of 2020? Hmm. I was like, this is a dumpster fire. I thought that too. <laughs> I like if, I you, that if too. you lit trash on fire. That's how bad 2020 was <laughs> for me. Right. Okay, for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking for Kevin here. I'm not speaking for Brian, our producer on the program. (laughs) I don't know, Kevin, if you thought 2020 was a dumpster fire, but I kind of did. Here's here's what I think for real about 2020. By the way, I'm sad that the Workaholics writer's room doesn't exist. Not because I watch Workaholics. I have no opinion about it. But I would like them, the writer's room to tweet out, a new board of all the phrases we shouldn't say anymore yeah, in comedy premises. Sure. Yeah. That legendary tweet was so formative to at least everyone I know in our, in our LA circles. Yeah. I was going to say 2020 had some of the worst days of my life yeah. in it, but it was not the worst year of my life. Wow. I think. The worst year was when you discovered masturbation. <laughs> it was because it yeah. was game over from there, baby. Yeah. Do you what do you have a when you if someone asks you what is your worst year do you have one in mind? Yeah, I think um I would either go 2013 or 2018 okay. in my adult life that I can recall. You're right. M- more so more so than 2020, honestly, I think. I got to say 95. Okay. Jesse says 95. Mama's family got canceled. <laughs> oh, I know. And yeah, I love Ma- I love mama and her fucking she just, she was just so fucking brassy, mm. and I'll, brassy and sassy. I'll miss her for the rest of my days. You know <laughs> what I mean? Jordan, worst year, go. That's a toughie. I ooh, worst year. Worst. I'm gonna say twenty twelve. Okay, twenty twelve. Because the election kind of didn't go the way you were hoping it would, right? Yeah, yeah, it was a real bummer. Well, and I listen, I'm a big follower of the Mayan calendar. And they said that's when the apocalypse was going to happen. Yeah. I had planned on it. I emptied my bank account. You can't see hell? this on Zoom, Kevin, but uh, Jordan's teeth are filed to a point, And uh, when he was oh. a baby, they compressed his skull so it would be pointier. These are oh Mayan God. things. Go ahead, Jordan. <laughs> uh, no, that's all. I don't have any. I, I was going to go into polls about the uh, John Cusack movie 2012, where he oh, outruns an earthquake yeah. in a limousine. <laughs> well, look, we're all having fun listing our worst years, but we've got more to come on Jordan Jesse Go. We'll be back in just a second. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, Jordan, every episode of Jordan Jesse Go is brought to our audience by our audience, the members of MaximumFun.org who've gone to MaximumFun.org slash join, signed up to kick us a few bucks. We're also this week supported by the good people at Manscaped. Now, you know, a lot of people think there's nothing you can do about the hair that grows in your genital region. But actually, there are some steps you can take to manage and control those curly fucks. You know, and and Jesse, I know we kind of like to riff our ads a little bit. Here's a little look at how the sausage is made. Well, I was reading straight from the copy, but yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I actually, they provided us with a little bit of copy here that I think is is very poetic. So I think I'm just going to read it verbatim. Okay. Flowers are blooming. The grass Uh is growing. And it's time 
to mow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt. Safely and efficiently. Jesse, they're not fucking around. It is safe and efficient to use Manscaped products to trim your pubis regions. (laughs) It really is. It's both safe and efficient and a region of the body. Uh, Manscaped makes all kinds of below the waist grooming products. Uh, There's a a package called the Perfect Package 3.0 kit with the Lawn Mower, which is the uh, cordless waterproof body trimmer, uh, as well as some other uh, nice juices and unguents that you can uh, place on your balls and in other parts of your body as you please. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code JJGO at manscaped.com. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you. <laughs> we also are supported this week by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Now, Jordan, you you know that I'm a, a small business owner. I do. It's one of your many qualities. Yeah, I own a I own a company that makes um, grilled cheese sandwiches out of old tires. Hmm. Now, what would you say is the challenge? Is it that tires are inedible or that it's hard to find good help? No, the the science stuff is easy. I just use science on that. I use chemicals right. and processes to transform tires into grilled cheese sandwiches. And the honest truth, Jordan, is that everybody loves a, a grilled cheese sandwich unless they're a fucking asshole or a vegan, which is a reasonable choice. The real problem that I have is hiring. I got to find qualified scientists to turn these tires into grilled cheese sandwiches or else I'm going belly up, Jordan. And maybe get a maybe get a lawyer because you're probably going to have some lawsuits coming your way. But um, for any other employees what, you need to hire. Fucking vegans. I'm not afraid oh, of vegans. They're doing something good for themselves and the planet. <laughs> yeah, fucking vegans. <laughs> it's a responsible choice that we respect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, if, but if you need somebody else to to, to help out uh, round the old tire plant slash sandwichery, uh, you're going to want to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo, whether you need to hire a civil engineer in New York or a mascot in Missouri or a cheese sandwich maker in Kentucky. Uh, Zip Recruiter's technology finds people with the right experience for your job and invites them to apply. No wonder four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate in the first five days. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. Soon all your tires will be grilled cheese sandwiches. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kevin T. Porter. I'm President Biden. Hey! Whoa, howdy, cool. howdy, howdy, howdy. Oh, no, were there some stairs? Oh, here Whoa. I go. Biden, no! Biden! God, Jordan, don't you love it when President Biden says his famous catchphrase, howdy, howdy, howdy? Yes, mm. and oh, no, here comes some stairs. Because <laughs> the stairs are coming to him. They're coming at him. His enemy think, stairs. I think Help Biden me, corn pop. has never seen an escalator. I think that's what that right. catchphrase is about. Oh, unfortunately. Lo- love that Skeletor. Who do you think dies first, him or Jimmy Carter? Be honest. <laughs> wow. This is a tough one. 
I mean, Jimmy Carter's resilient as fuck. That guy's out there hammering no matter what. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, will Jimmy Carter be the last president to die? <laughs> like, I feel like Jimmy Carter could get, and that, knock on wood, I'm not I'm not asking this to happen, but oh, yes, I feel course. like Jimmy Carter could get hit by a car and he'd be protected by his sweaters. Yes. <laughs> Guys, always got some nice sweaters, you know? So it would Good cushion the blow is what I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh, so we have a long history on Jordan Jesse Go of innovative running segments. We ask you to call us and, and share them with us at 206-984-4FUN or send us a voicemail at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Uh, these are all things that we thought of because we're very creative. Uh, let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. This is Josh from Pittsburgh. I have a contribution for the your new beloved segment, Weird shit that was said behind the scenes during a local production of Our Town. <laughs> Great segment. Love this segment. Jordan, you ever been in a local production of Our Town? I was in my high school production of Our Town. Played Doc Gibbs. Juicy, juicy role. Now we're talking. Kevin, what what did you play in Our Town? I played the uh, guy who runs the cabaret in our town <laughs> oh you did a fucking sexy ass our town oh yeah that's your fucking party jordan sexy our town so, yeah uh, by the way your parties do not have to be sexy at all they just have to be fun you don't need to be sexy to have fun no if you're gonna do an our town party it's got to be sexy if there's phosphates involved it's gonna be sexy <laughs> I was in my middle school production of uh, Our Town, guys. I I played George, which I think is the main character, but I might be getting the character's name wrong. Possible. I don't remember. I was 12 years old. His name is George Our Town. Our Town is his last name. (laughs) George (laughs) Arton, yes. Yeah, look at us. Three townies over here. Hey. God, I, I, could, I could really go for a phosphate right now. What do you think, Jordan? Sure. Yeah, that's from that. The only thing I remember from the whole thing, there's a guy sweeping up and there's phosphates. That's what I remember from our town. And maybe there's, a, there's an act where everyone's a ghost? Ghost act? think so yeah i think there's a ghost act i think i have i i'm i'm pretty positive i've told this story on the show before but what does jordan jesse go but a reshuffling of five or six different stories hey. yeah i mean i i already know this i'll tell kevin the story yeah uh when jordan was in our town in high school there's one of the acts of the show is everybody's a ghost and jordan had accidentally killed one of the cast members the cast member came back during that act and haunted the whole fucking theater it was outrageous. Orange County, fucking crazy place. Yeah, I know. Wow. Everybody wrote it in my yearbook that year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that fucking ghost? Thanks for the ghost, yeah, they, asshole. <laughs> well, they said hags, but it stood for have a ghost summer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. They wanted that ghost to focus on Jordan, get out of right. the theater. Jordan's the one that killed him. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, I so there's a funeral scene, uh, and I didn't have any lines at it, so I just had to mourn. And during the funeral scene, I had to sneeze, but I held it in because I didn't want to fuck things up. And I held it in and started to cry because I was holding down the sneeze. And then, like backstage, everybody's like, "Oh my god, you were crying!" And I totally played it off like I was just acting. I totally like, yeah, I was just so in the moment. And people, people like talked to me about that like all year. I I had this like. You know, I had this like prestige as like a, a, a real actor, but uh, just holding in a sneeze, and I uh, I feel shitty about it. I'm conf- I'm confessing here for the ninth or tenth time. 
Is that also how you got that job hosting the pre-show for the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards? <laughs> oh, uh, I think that was the Fox Teen Choice Awards. Okay, sorry. It was the Kids' Pro-Choice Awards. Kids' Pro-Choice Awards. <laughs> <laughs> what I enjoy about this anecdote, Jordan, yes, is that it is an involuntary bodily function that you had that was good in your adolescence. Yeah. This is a twist on the old sort of, yeah. and then... Something bad happened because of my body. Sure, and then a boner ruined everything. <laughs> yeah. Same no. thing happened to me when I played a pizza in a high school production. My pimples really lent a hand. Okay, aye, Brian, aye, let's aye. play the rest of that call. Uh, this guy, uh, it was Larry. It was our final night. It was near the uh, end of the third act during the funeral scene where the stage manager gives this very long and beautiful um, speech and Larry, uh, we're all packed backstage, ready to do the funeral scene. And Larry just uh, says, hey, you guys ever see Mighty Ducks 3? It's pretty good. It's got horses in it. <laughs> yeah, some people call it MD3. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Fucking That's Larry. Good. Yeah, that is That's good. good. Fucking Larry, man. I have, Lawrence. Not seen, I have not seen Mighty Ducks 3. I watched the original Mighty Ducks quite a few times as a kid. but uh, Mighty never... Ducks 3 well, is good. It's called, It's got horses in it. I've heard. Now, I don't know if you're ready to see the Mighty Ducks again, but now, what if they were old and tired looking? <gasps> Coming on Disney Plus later this I year. I can't wait. Yeah. Mighty Ducks. Yeah, the exhausted ducks. <laughs> And uh, I believe Lauren Graham is in that show, uh, famously from Parenthood. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like Lauren it's Graham. It's like an all-star cast. And Evan Almighty. Yes. <laughs> it is an all-star cast. They got the band Can't back together, wait. Estevez? Estevez is there? I'll tell you mm-hmm. this about the television program Parenthood. Uh, set in Berkeley, California, definitely shot in Pasadena. 100%. Okay. It is Pasadena. Pasadena, California. Let's take another call. Hi, Jordan. Jesse. And Sonny D, um, I'm calling in for your signature segment, um, Secrets You Thought You Would Take to the Grave. Uh, I would like to confess a secret I am keeping from my partner. Uh, we traveled to a different city from uh, our home city of Seattle. And when we arrived in the other city, uh, we went to the marijuana store because we're the uh, Seattle king and queen of drugs. And... Um, we purchased a bunch of joints, and I was in charge of them, supposed to make sure, you know, we did not bring any home on the plane. And the day that we were leaving, uh, my boyfriend asked me if I had found and disposed of everything. I said yes. I had not. There was uh, two joints missing, and so I just had to uh, hope everything was good, and we got to the airport. My boyfriend is uh, an airline employee who could or would have lost his job if I had been caught. I didn't think I had anything on me. Smooth sailing. Uh, About two weeks after we got home, I found uh, the joints in the bag of knitting supplies. So that is my confession I thought I would take to the grave. Thanks. Bye. This is a segment we definitely need more calls on. The the Our Town thing is a fun one-off segment. There's no, no question about that. If, look, if you have a call for the local things heard backstage at local productions of our town, uh, go ahead and call it in. I mean, I don't <laughs> think you're going to beat the horses. I'm going to be frank with you. I don't know what. Let it... me be frank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Thanks. talk about Kevin's we all like. Sure. Come on. Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> How could we forget Spacey? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, Kevin but, uh, is is uh, is Kevin Spacey as Bobby Darren there? Could we talk to him? Could we talk to Croonin Spacey? Fly me to the pod. <laughs> Let me cast a oh somewhere beyond the pod. That's my song. Have a do way. Okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks pod for coming. and marriage. Pod and marriage. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna need more calls on uh, secrets I thought I would take to the grave sure. uh, because I there's there's no question we can beat accidentally brought marijuana on a plane uh, I've purposely brought marijuana on a plane I mean I don't work for an airline but I think we can get I think we've got that beat I want to hear about at least crank related. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> you have to up the drugs in every anecdote. I'm oh not saying God. I'm not saying exclusively that you have to up the drugs. I just think it would be one example. Or did you just uh, you know steal a DVD of the Jason Statham movie? Crank. The Jason Statham franchise crank. Oh my <laughs> Maybe you got it from Blockbuster and didn't take it back, or you put another movie in the case or something. <laughs> Unburden yourselves on Jordan Jesse Go two zero six nine eight four four fun or JJ Go at maximumfun.org. What secret did you think? you would take to the grave. There's a pretty uh, pretty on-brand Jordan Jesse Go listener to uh, take a trip where you got high and knitted. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> they probably did a visit of local libraries. Yeah. And she, she said it was her boyfriend that worked for the airline? I think so. Yeah. Okay, well, we, I mean, we all know who that is, right? No, who? I'll give you a hint. Uh, he might have performed a miracle on a certain Hudson River. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Guys, the boyfriend is clearly it's Sully. Sully. Oh. Sully Sullenberger? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The uh, Sully? You know another one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Him. Maybe there's another Sully. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> not, not to me. There's Old not. Wake, there's old wake and bake Sully. <laughs> I just can't imagine how amazing it would be to have a romantic relationship with the Sully Sullenberger. When you know those geese are total narcs, that's why they flew yeah. into Hell the freaking yeah. engines because yeah. they didn't want that weed up in there. Yeah, yeah. Fucking uptight fucking geese. Yeah. Narc-ass <laughs> geese. When something momentous happens to you, give us a call, 206-9844-FUN, or hit us up with a voice memo at jjgo at maximumfun.org. Here is one such call. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Sunny D. And I'm guessing one of the guys from Auntie Donna. My name is Catherine. I live in Minneapolis. And I own a small skincare spa where I specialize in sugaring, <laughs> which is a form of waxing. Today, I was performing a sugaring service on someone. We were doing something uh, where she was partially undressed. And I had a very loud knock on my door telling me that the building was on fire and that we all had to evacuate. (laughs) So we had to figure out how to get her dressed and ready to go so we could run out of the building. (laughs) Um, It turns out that everything is fine. The building was not on fire. It was actually just a car right next to the building and the fire is out now. But I just wanted to share with you guys that I did some of the craziest things in my professional life today that I ever thought I would do. (laughs) Thanks. I love you guys. 
Love you too. She loved you guys. A lot of our a lot of our listeners love us and, and we love each and every one of them. It's true. Love is real. Yeah, now I know yeah. where to It's a good if, point. Now I know where to go in Minneapolis next time I need to get my asshole sugared. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, your asshole's sweet enough already, buddy. <laughs> That's what you think. It's as sweet as a summer peach. <laughs> we don't know if that was the part either. Oh, God. <laughs> 206-984-4FUN. JJ Go at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we're the hosts of One Bad Mother, a podcast about parenting. Parenting is hard, and we have no advice. But we do see you doing it. Honk if you like to do it. (laughs) Didn't we have a bumper sticker a while back that was like, honk if you did it? That's what it was. I think it was honk if you're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we not ever make those? Those We did make them. I think they're still in the Max Fun store. (laughs) Honk, honk. You're doing it. (laughs) Thanks, Biz. So are you. Each week, we'll be here to remind you that you're doing a good job. You can find us on MaximumFun.org. Honk, honk. Toot, toot. La, 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 la. Strange planets, curious technology, and a fantastic vision of the distant future featuring Martin Starr. So we're going on day 14. Shuttle still hasn't come. Aparna Nancherla. The security system provides you with emotional security. You do the rest. Echo Kellum. Can you disconnect me or not? Hurry Kondabolu. I'm staying. From Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Jeffrey McGiver. Could you play Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun? It's The Outer Reach. Stories from Beyond. Now available for free at MaximumFun.org or anywhere you listen. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Kevin T. Porter, the queen of nice. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Kevin Porter having a lot of fun with video conferencing backgrounds. I'm having a great time. He's showing uh, George W. Bush with the great Ellen DeGeneres. We love her. We love her still. We stand a legend. A legend of kindness. Who would you say top two kindest uh, people in Hollywood? I would say number one, Ellen DeGeneres. Number two, of course, got to go with the Dalai Lama. (laughs) <laughs> yep, old, he's old got an overall at nbc he went you so believe. hollywood you yeah. know he really sold out <laughs> oh gracious uh. there was a jennifer garner cover story in the hollywood reporter and the lead for it was the parentheses real queen of nice oh, isn't that interesting that's nice okay, what's what is what i mean i don't have I don't know much about Jennifer Garner. Married to Ben mm-hmm. Affleck for a period, I think. Uh, yes, that's yes, about all I know. What, that was what? nice of her. That, yeah, that's nice. How nice of her. To Very be nice married. to marry Ben Affleck yeah. for a brief period. <laughs> yeah. What? Is, what else does she is she doing that is causing the Hollywood Reporter to call her the Queen of Nice? I think she's genuinely folksy. She's from Oklahoma, and okay. I believe was raised in Texas. Okay. She works with. She has like a farm relief nonprofit that she's pretty involved with. And there is, I don't think 
there's any interview you could find on YouTube where you don't think, oh, she seems really nice after you watch it. Yeah. And trust me, <laughs> I've been watching a lot of them. She was on Hot Ones recently. I don't know <laughs> if this would change your mind, Kevin. Uh, you know how she has a farm relief nonprofit? Mm-hmm. They relieve people of their farms. Oh, no. Uh, oh, nice. I should have read it between not the lines. Nice. That's not very nice. No. Okay, the queen's been dethroned. It's Ellen again. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness man i love jennifer i, I need a genesis to happen camping was a false start and yeah. it, we, we gotta get something Listen, going it's a shame hbo's camping didn't work out it uh, is a shame what a great cast but the, but know, the, just... the genesis is coming what is she 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 needs a prestige project as i think is what you're saying like an hbo she... series or uh Something on a streamer. Yeah, like Big Little Lies season three, Fargo season five. Yeah. Get a freaking, yeah, build something around her. Give give Reese Witherspoon a break. She doesn't need to adapt every novel into a TV show. Thank you. I like this Fargo season three thing. Put her in some like dumpy Costco jeans. Yes. Tease, tease her hair. She'll do a voice. People will love it. I love it. I yeah. Man, I mean, Alias, man, a great deal to me as, as a young man. That was a, That was a great show. I loved that show. Can I say something? Yes. I'd love to see her get some of those Costco socks. Okay. Good quality. Sure. Good value. What else would you like to see her? How about one of those giant things of Jelly Bellies? A bagel dog. I'd like to see <laughs> Jen go to town on a bagel dog. All right. God, I would something love that. Something else get from Costco. Get her one of those fucking chicken bakes. How about that? It's got that sauce in there. It's about 1,500 calories. That's a winner. Little bacon chunks. <laughs> Jennifer Garner would be great with that on FX. Come on. On FX, yes. That's her prestige. Yeah. Put her on AMC. Give her the chicken bake. We're in business. (laughs) (laughs) They'll take a return on anything. That's what I'm talking about here with Costco. Treat their employees well. Jennifer Garner would do great to just go in there and buy the biggest TV they have. Is this SponCon for Costco? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Kevin. We tricked you. We tricked you into an ad. I'm just saying, if she did that, and it was a Showtime Sky TV co-production, just Jennifer Garner going in and buying the biggest TV that Costco's got, you you wouldn't pay to watch that? Get a nice fucking ream of printer paper? Come on, Jennifer Garner. Hollywood's queen of nice. Uh... Kevin Porter, yes, you're joining us. Uh, you have great podcasts that people should listen to. Oh, sure. I mean, according to some, not everybody, uh, <laughs> but uh, you can listen to Good Christian Fun wherever you get podcasts. I, I did a little short couple of seasons of a podcast called Inside Voices, where I talk to people about their speaking voices, people who host podcasts, and then you can always listen to old episodes of Gilmore Guys to keep you warm at night as you binge through that show. Yeah. I'll say this. Every time Kevin Porter comes on Jordan Jesse Go, every time we even touch on the subject matter of Good Christian Fun, his podcast about, uh, it's, it's not about Christianity, it's about Christian culture. It's about how Christian various semi-Christian ska bands were. Five Iron Frenzy. Jordan Morris came on the show and talked yeah, about Yeah, it's the them. most fun I've ever had in my life. <laughs> it's a, I still regard it as yeah. the most fun I've ever had in my life. Wow. <laughs> and I've had a great life. So <laughs> I have to say, every time every time we touch on those subjects with the great Kevin Porter, uh, there is an explosion from our audience. A fucking a, an ocean of a fast moving mighty river of interest in good Christian fun. And you know what? 
every single one of those people who's, who goes and checks out Good Christian Fun, they say, holy shit, this podcast is amazing. I'm going to listen to this instead of Jordan Jesse Go. So go check out Good Christian Fun. You're going to love it. You're going to love this show, and it will unburden, it will free you of the burden of Jordan and my show as well. So it's a double value. <laughs> Cast your cares upon our podcast, and we will give you rest. Yes, indeed. Uh, the great Kevin Porter, what a joy to have you on the program. Thank you again. Uh, our producer on Jordan Jesse Go, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. He's got one of those little bamboo pots next to him, looking great. What a, always a good decor item. Get yourself one of those little tiny bamboos growing out of a little tiny pot. Uh, very nice stuff there. Uh, my co-host, Jordan Morris. One print, one original behind him Thank you. on uh, Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> and, of course, Kevin Porter coming to us Thank from... You. A discomforting picture of the great Lynn Manuel Miranda. He's doing like a yeah. a weird sexy face. An, it's a, the it's a jokey mm. sexy face. Hard to say. Wearing a turtleneck looks great. Handsome man, the great Lynn Manuel <laughs> Miranda. He created uh, the musical Hamilton and, of course, the upcoming film In the Heights that I'm excited about because it has my favorite Hamilton guy in it. Uh, the little guy. What's his name? The little guy from Hamilton and She's Gotta Have It, the TV show. He played oh, Spike okay. Lee on She's Gotta Have It, the TV show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Good very fun. Very fun fact. Mm-hmm. He was great. Yes, very fun fact. Okay, uh, our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Kevin, these are visual jokes. You're rotating <laughs> I'm backgrounds. I'm loving them. Hey, these are just for the gentleman on the, on the Zoom call. Audience, this is why you gotta tune into the Zoom. <laughs> I don't know what sure these what are pictures of. <laughs> now, Alexis Bledel, <laughs> number one on the list of most dangerous celebrities. Okay, cyber criminals love cri- love celebrities too. Think before you click. Right. Uh, you can find us on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. You can find a picture of young Sheldon behind Kevin Porter. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can find us on on Facebook where you should like us. You can find us on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. Here's Hillary Clinton having a nice iced tea. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.